Hello and welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're discussing Hey Brown Girl by Janae Hardin. This is a YA contemporary book about a girl whose life changes once her cousin moves in with her family. Now we start off with Raven, who is the main character. She's entering high school and is nervous about it. She has like anxiety and I believe sometimes panic attacks. But she belongs to this group called Brown Girls Club, which is um, the Brown Girls Club consists of Nia, Jasmine, Trinity, and Raven. They even have jackets like the club uh, Pink Ladies from Greece. So adorable. We learn, but we learn, you know, about their friendship and everything as you're reading the book. Now, Raven meets Amir. Amir is this new guy at the school, and he decides to sit with her at lunch. And, of course, every girl in high school has to have a nemesis. So, Taylor happens to be Raven's nemesis. And Re Taylor comes over to introduce her to Amir, which, of course was just a dig to Raven. So you get kind of the dynamics of high school kids in the book. Now Raven tries to find out why Taylor doesn't care for her, but Taylor is just kind of rude, um, nitpicky, but Raven's like, okay, you know, I've tried to find out. I'm gonna ignore it for a little bit. So she kind of moves on. I mean, she knows Taylor has a problem with her. She's tried to figure it out, but you know, at some point in the story that this probably is gonna boil over. But then we get to Blair, who is Raven's mother. And she speaks to her dad, Khalil, Raven's dad, Khalil, about helping her cousin Carter, since his mother has to go into rehab. Now, Khalil's little sister, Consina, um, has just been having some struggles with um, drugs and everything, so she has to go into rehab. So a social worker comes to take Carter away. Um, and I guess she had put down Blair and Khalil as, you know, her contact person if something happens to her that they would take Carter. And so there's like a discussion about this and nobody really discusses it with Raven, but the parents have a discussion about it. And Carter is not too keen on staying with them, but he, he tries his best. You know, he's going through a lot of stuff, things himself. I mean, his mom is going to rehab. He's not going to be with his mom. He's tired of the struggles that they have within their home. And so Carter, when he gets to Blair and Khalil's, he's just not adjusting very well, which is understandable for a kid that has been taken from his mom and he knows his mom is struggling with drugs and he's used to a certain lifestyle of living. And then he gets placed into this normal atmosphere of family and structure and routines. And that could be a little overwhelming for a kid like that. So he gets to stay with them, but he's also so scared of things being taken away from him that he keeps hiding food in his room, which is causing a whole other situation, you know, because if you keep food in the room, you know, that draws ants and, and insects and bugs and the smells. And, and then he has all these outbursts and he threatens to run away and he's even getting in trouble in school. And so Blair and Khalil are trying their best to handle this and take care of him the best way that they know how. Now, he does have a social worker, Miss Cotman. Um, that tells him, hey, just give him a little bit of space and a little bit of time. He'll start adjusting. He'll start coming around, you know, but just kind of work with him where he's at so that he can get better as well as also getting used to being in your home 
with your family. So that can be like a struggle. Um, so there was a lot of struggling and issues that Carter has, but Blair and especially Blair won't give up on him. You know, Khalil is frustrated with his sister about putting Carter through these things, but they just, they feel like they can't give up on him. And technically they don't want to give up on Consina either. I mean, she's got some struggles that she's going through and a lot of it stems from, you know, past life situations. So, but Blair takes a moment to, you know, to herself, you know, she takes a, a moment away from the family. She's kind of checking in with herself and she also checks in with Miss Whitaker. Miss um, Whitaker is, I believe, one of the counselors at Raven School and she has sessions with Raven so Raven can talk about her feelings and emotions because Raven, you know, she deals with anxiety and panic. So Miss Whitaker has been talking her through that. Now, I don't believe it was ever brought up in the book why Raven was having this anxiety. Um, and I went back through some of the pages to try to figure that out, but I'm not sure why she was having the anxiety. And it could be that she's just a teenager going into high school. It's a totally different atmosphere than being in middle school. And that could have been a part of that. But I don't think it was ever really hashed out on why the anxiety was there. Now, I can understand why the anxiety was there for Carter, but not for Raven. So we get to learn more about Blair's position in the family, how she's dealing with Carter being there and how she's wanting her family to come together to help Carter. So you get a little bit of her emotions as well as being a parent. And then the story switches to Phoenix. Phoenix is Raven's grandmother and it's like a little bit of her backstory. Now Phoenix is Khalil's mother. And in the process of her sharing some things about herself, we learned that Khalil's father was kind of abusive and sometimes Khalil would have to defend his mother from his father and his father would hit him. And then we we figure out that Cosina, of course, goes, you know, she's in the rehab trying to get better and she finally comes back and after being in rehab and she wants to see Carter. So, you know, she wants to see her son and dealing with everything from their mother's back story you kind of see why Khalil does the whole protective thing when it comes to Carter. I mean, he questions her motives because, you know, look how many times this has happened and she's failed at getting clean and staying clean. So before, you know, he doesn't want to put Carter through that again. He doesn't want Carter being hurt all over again. Now that he's like in therapy, he's trying to like get his routine down. He's still having issues at school. So they're working on those issues with the therapy. And he just feels that Carter is in a better place. And as I was reading, I don't think Carter really wanted to go back with his mom. He wanted to see his mom. Yeah. But I don't think he really wanted to go back and live with her because Carter, in the back of his mind, is thinking that this is going to happen again and then he's going to be taken from her again. So he just felt that he he really wanted to be in a stable situation um, in a stable environment. And he was able to go to school because I don't even think he was going to school when he was with his mom. So being in the home with his aunt and uncle, he's really getting a structured routine and I think that Carter started to really care about that now later on Raven does have another run-in with Taylor and she makes her sit out of weeks since she was late in the role from the dance team because Raven is the captain of the dance team at their school which is a position that I believe Taylor really wanted 
So, um, they have their couple of, you know, run-ins and they end up having to confront the issues because Raven's like, she's tired of it and she wants to know why Tyler, Taylor is like acting, why Taylor's acting the way she is. But then we get a chapter with Khalil and it's how he's dealing with his family's dysfunction and, and trying to help his nephew making sure he's being and doing the right things that he's supposed to do as his uncle to make sure that Carter is getting the best treatment and, and attention that he needs. And I really like the bonding moment between Khalil and Carter in the book where they just have a day where it's just them two and Carter kind of opens up a little which I thought was really, really, a really, really good chapter. And I also like that Jasmine, Raven's friend, gave her good pointers on how to approach Carter and not to give up on him because Raven was like, okay, this new person comes into the house. He's got all these issues and problems. And Raven really didn't know how to approach him or talk to him or deal with him. You know, at first it was just like a, it was a burden to her with him being there because of all the issues that he had and all the acting out and the bursting and destroying things. And so Raven really didn't know how to kind of approach having her cousin in the home. And Jasmine was just kind of like, Hey, you know, he's been through a lot. You got to give him a little bit of time and maybe you're just not approaching him right. So I like that she, as a friend stepped up and was like, look, dude, this is what's happening. And you need to, Give Carter a little bit of grace until he can get it together. And I believe in the book, chapter 23 was the turning turning point for me when Raven helps Carter with how he's feeling. I mean, she comes and he's like destroying things and he's just, he doesn't want to leave their home and she has to kind of calm him down. And it's how she approaches that situation. It's how I really, I really like the way she approached the situation. So I, I think... Having Carter in their home kind of helped all of them. I think it kind of helped Raven in a way. It helped Blair and it helped Khalil. So I think he was supposed to be placed in the home at that time. And I think it was a good thing. Um, not only for Carter, but for the rest of his family. Now I will say the emotions displayed in this book was so realistic. Um, from Raven trying to deal with the personalities in high school and while managing her anxiety. From Carter going through all this with his mother, not being around because of drugs and having to be in rehab. And even the emotions of the parents trying to get it all together, trying to keep it together, like Cleo and Blair. Um, and even Cosina trying to keep focused on her rehab, I thought was done very well in the book. And I liked that there was... There was actually help available for the kids in this book. Um, there was therapy that Carter was going to. And then you have the counselor at the school that actually wanted to help Raven with her anxiety, which is unusual. You know, there's counselors and most of the counselors in high school, it's all about guidance counselor. You guiding them for their schedules and classes and things like that. But she was really there and had sessions with Raven to kind of help her talk through the things. Um, that she was going through when she has anxiety attacks. So, and then also the friendship in the book was, to me, was a big part of the book as well with Raven and her um, Brown Girls Club, having each other's back, being there for each other, standing up for each other, doing different activities together, kind of bonding. I thought that was well done in the book as well. So, overall, I enjoyed 
a brown girl and its take on family and friendships and struggles that you know children might be going through or even families is going through and forgiveness and it even had hope in there because there was hope for carter to get better it was hope for casina to get better so i think that it was done very well um and having this being the first book i've read by janae harden i'm glad it was my introduction to her work and i really appreciated that because i think she does actually do some counseling or therapy if i'm not mistaken but you could tell it in her book, in her work, and I really, really enjoyed that um, in reading that. So, and I don't want to go too far into the book because there's some things at the end that I think needs to be read on your own um, so that you get it. <laughs> I'll say that is our discussion on Hey Brown Girl. And before we wrap up, like I always do, I want to let you know a little bit about the author. Um, Janae Hardin's passion for words began when she spent hours reading borrowed books from the local library, where her love for words were homegrown. She served as editor at her high school newspaper and for years tended to craft, tended to her craft until she and it were ready. She is a native of South Jersey, New Jersey, where she resides with her husband and daughter, and she's enjo she enjoys reading, spa days, and crab legs. Learn even more about Janae Hardin at her site at www.nayrights.com. And you can also connect with her on Instagram at Arthur Janae, and that's J-A-N-A-Y. Now, remember, if you would like to see an indie book or Arthur featured, feel free to contact me at ArthurTABeasley at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can connect with the Reader's Book Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at A Reader's BC. Until next time. Happy reading.